0: Maxwell and Melbourne Football Club, you're listening to the Coaches Panel This is Nat Fife from the Fremantle Footy Club Trent Cotchen from the Richmond Footy Club Scott Benderbury from the Collingwood Football Club, you're listening to the Coaches Panel Patrick Cooch from the Carlton Footy Club It's Rory Sloan here from the Adelaide Crows This is Tom Mitchell
1: from the Hawthorne Footy Club and you're listening to the Coaches Panel Hey friends, you've got MJ from the Coaches Panel Welcome back to another episode of the 50 Most Relevant Today, the player I've got at number 2 Lockie Neal has made his way right towards the top of the tree this year in the 50 most relevant. Joining me on this episode to talk about him, I've got the legendary man himself. I've got Kane. Hello, mate. How are you?
0: Very good, MJ. You're nearly there. You've nearly done it. You're One more player. to go. No, One he's, more a great, to go. he's a great player, this guy. Yeah. He might be someone that, you know, in Dream Team, he's actually you know, maybe a better player than he is Dream Team player, but we know Supercoach... Cool. Is his format. It's been his format for a long time. And he still can scale those DT heights that make him elite. We know 2020 was almost the perfect season for him with that reduced time on ground and him playing so much time on ground. That's right. Um, he was just an absolute beast, rewarded with the Brownlow medal absolutely deservingly. And it's just crazy, isn't it, MJ? When you have a Brownlow medal, these dips afterwards for so many different reasons. It's amazing just some of the misfortune, you know, Tommy Mitchell... Had a yep. broken leg, we know Lockie Neal, who we're going to talk about today, just had so many little injuries and things pop up that just didn't give him any sort of continuity. But no, that's right. Hey, the reason is number two is because what an opportunity for us as coaches to get a guy at the absolute peak of his powers. Yep. At this price. It's quite extraordinary. I think something that's quite hard to overlook, which is why I'm sure. You've got him so high on this list.
1: Yeah, it absolutely is. Look, 28 years of age, midfield eligible. Even with a frustrating stop-start year last year, he still gave us some really nice scores. It was 145 in AFL Fantasy and Dream Team against the Essendon Football Club. While in super coach, same game. Same best score of the year too. It was a one five seven. Both aren't near his career scores though. You got to go back to 2016 in AFL fantasy and dream team when he was playing a part of the Dockers. It was a one sixty nine against GWS. Well, just a couple of years back now, 2019 in Super Coach, one ninety. Yeah, the boy's got some ceiling. His average last year was a ninety nine point eight in Super Coach. It's in that format that he's certainly the most um, desirable pick. And he's going to set you back at a price point of five hundred forty-three thousand two hundred dollars. While in AFL Fantasy, a ninety-four point five means his price for us just under eight hundred k in AFL Fantasy, just marginally over in Dream Team. Kane, it was the year that was never really got going for Lockie Near, wasn't it? We knew through the preseason he was being hampered by this calf injury. That was, I mean, he couldn't quite get to his full potential. Then when he did get into the AFL season, it was a lower back complaint. And if you had him at the start of the year, you could just see it wasn't quite right. The way he was entering into contest wasn't quite there. Then we got a patch of games where, oh yeah, Lockie's back. And then unfortunately, in round six, gets an ankle injury early. Credit to him, soldiers on, after what we thought might've been out of the game in the first five minutes. Out for a while with the ankle, and then when he gets back, it's not quite full Lockie Neil mode again, but it's the trending sign. And so if you're on him at pretty much any point last year, it felt like you were on a roller rollercoaster.
0: Yeah, well, that was the thing, MJ. We had him, you know, let's go back a step. We had him coming into last year, top priced. Yes, like We know how, how massive 2020 was. We've spoken about how the shortened game time played a role in making those scores even bigger. We know... Mm for a lot of part of the season, like the bulk of last year, he was a 130-plus equivalent in DT and yeah. over 145 average in Coach. Like that's just how monstrous a year he was having in 2020. So we come yeah. into 2021, the price is through the roof. There was some quiet games in the back of 2020. There was a tag game. some that tags. Down. There was, a, you know, you hate to say the word value, but there was, you know, a dip in form and a dip yep. in – that dipped his price but it was still a monster price it was yeah an insane price career high and i think and i think that was something that people thought when you got a guy so high you know it becomes that approach doesn't it doesn't do i start with him and just take away the headache of finding a spot for him or do i try to get him in a bit cheaper and the little thing that we would have loved to have known coaches that started him was yeah he had that he had that back complaint that he was dealing with that's right at the start of the year we didn't really know too much about that you know we We'd heard a little bit that it was maybe yeah. niggling at him, but I don't think we quite realized the extent. And, and maybe that extent was shown in the first two rounds where he averaged 60 in detail across the first two weeks yeah. and he averaged 75 in supercoach. And it became a, a point, didn't it, MJ, where we thought it's decision time. Because yep. for those coaches, you still had the value.
1: That's and right. Knowing that what format.
0: we know now, clearly the injury was a big thing in, in round six, but if you jumped off, Mm. It was the right call because while he showed glimpses, and in that next three weeks prior to the injury, there was some scoring. There was a one hundred and three, a ninety-six, and then the big one hundred and forty-five. So maybe it was starting to turn in those coaches' favour. Yes, it held, but unfortunately, we had that injury. We had that time out of the system. You had to get off. Yeah, and again, people considered bringing him back, and it was just on again, off again, wasn't it? In that back half of the season. You know, if you touched him last year, you probably do have a bit of a sour taste in your mouth, especially, you know, if you didn't own... I think that's the thing, isn't it? If you didn't own him in 2020 and you missed that monster season where the people that had him were like, oh my God, this guy's good. And people that didn't have him, particularly in Supercoach, were like, this scoring format's broken because he was just so good every week. But last year, if you jumped on, it was just impossible to get the timing right because there was no continuity. And by the time he maybe started clicking, it really was just the last two weeks of the season, and he missed around twenty-one games. So, yeah, I think what we liked was that qualifying final against Melbourne, wasn't it? Because that's that was, what's got
1: people talking. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, and that's and the thing. The reason it's got people talking is not only was it a one forty in DT and a one fifty-two in Supercoach. It doesn't affect what he's priced at because it was in mm-hmm. the final. So he got this hit yeah. where it's like, oh, that's old Lockie Neil. That's forty-six yeah, touches. He's back. That's five yeah. marks. And remember, MJ, that that game, you know, the D's got in a roll late. There yeah. wasn't really much to sort of play for, was there, for, for the Lions. They knew they had another opportunity next week yes. against the Bulldogs. And, and even in a game like that, that was, honestly, in my books, probably the game, one of the games of the year, maybe alongside that Melbourne-Geelong game. Like, that was yeah. just a pure finals special, everything you dream of in a final. And, and he had a 99 in detail. The Supercoach scores dragged down, but it's dragged down by the occasion, wasn't it? There was so yes. much back and forth. We know that super coach, if you're not really contributing in that key moments late in the game, yep. and in that game, you know, it was the Bailey Smith goal. It was those type of moments that that's right. got that little bit of a boost. But I think what we liked is the movement. Back to Lockie Neal, covering the ground, inside, outside, tackling, yep. marking, space, clearances. And then you hear this news now of a fit preseason. Ooh. And not just a fit preseason, like firing. And, and all-time, an all-time preseason. Yeah. And again, that's what people have known Lockie Neal for that you hear coach, you know, a Ross Lyon talk about it, like this work ethic, this ability to always want to get better. Yeah. And that's why you love him. And that's why we always say, like, that's why he's so consistent. Like he doesn't let you down when he's, when he's going, he just gets it done. Doesn't he?
1: Every single week. And even though he has shown moments where he is susceptible to a tag, what he does have, is just an elite athletic work rate. So that even if he does find himself in a challenging moment with a tag, which he had last year and the year prior, is he still pushes his way through all of these elements. If you're curious at what some of these splits are, because we know the injuries impacted his year. We're looking for these glimmers of hope where could he be back towards his scoring best? We saw some of them between round three to six. Kane mentioned these already. A 114 average in Dream Team and Fantasy, a 110 in Super Coach Between round 12 and 23, again, still finding his way back um, from these injuries and stop starts. A 104 in Dream Team and Fantasy, a 109 in Supercoach. Those AFL finals, pretty much just under 120 average in those two games, albeit boosted by one big ceiling game. But that's Neil is he'll pop these 140s, 150s and Dream Team and Fantasy and then just give you a solid 95 to 105 along the way. But in those formats in the finals, an average of 122 in Supercoach, just under that marker. Nine Dream Team and Fantasy tons last year, two over 120. Seven last year in coach, three over 120. We don't need to go really too in depth into that 2020 season because we know that's the unicorn season. But since he's been at Brisbane, because I don't think it's relevant to go back to what he's done at Fremantle, other than to make this one extra point, point. 121 in Supercoach, 134, 99. These are his seasonal averages. Brisbane Lions for Dream Team in Fantasy, the 104, the unadjusted average of 98 in AFL Fantasy and Dream Team. If you want to play the adjusted averages, it's 122. I don't think it's pure and fair to do that, but that is what it is. And then last year in AFL Fantasy and Dream Team, 95. Here's the thing. We have got multiple years of data at Brisbane and confirmed in the other formats that he is a bulletproof 110 guy in super coach. I mean, bulletproof. And in AFL Fantasy and Dream Team, he is one of the most reliable 100 to 105 performance. So here we have a player that is offering supremely good value at his price points, maybe 10 points per game of value at his kind of secure level. In Supercoach, if someone said he's going 120, I wouldn't doubt that at all. So there's potentially 20 points of game per value there. I think 10, maybe with an upside of 15 in AFL Fantasy and Dream Team is as big as he goes. He's one of those safe guys that gets it done. We will get the odd tag game, where he stinks it up for us. And, and most elite premiums have that, where they get one game where someone just gets them, but for the most part, their durability, their consistency gets them over the line. I think the question is this, game. I'm very, very keen on your take. Across the formats, this is his ownership percentages. 51 in super Coach, 49 in Dream Team, in AFL fantasy. I think we probably need to look at him in each of these formats differently. Supercoach, is it too simplistic to say it's the easiest gift we've been given in the midfield and you're crazy to go against him? Is it that simplistic or is there some more elements to it?
0: I don't think there's a bigger gift. No, there might be someone that's equal, but Mm -hmm. I think 20 points is, is what you're under, MJ. And again, 20 points at what he's priced at and what that average is like, that's a captaincy guy yeah, pretty much every week. So I think super coach, you know, should be 100% a hundred percent of guys. I, I just yeah. don't see if you're taking him on, you're really needing and expecting those tagged games and those quiet games to come
1: early. early.
0: The hard thing is sometimes, as we always say, the, the timing of it, if they come early and the price hasn't moved, you actually don't get to capitalize on those right. scores. So He's such a beast that for me I'm getting or I'm already getting value. Like, why am I trying to get happier than happy there? Like, I've already got him priced at 100. What am I hoping for? A couple of quiet games and he's priced at 95? Like, just just take him. The the flip side is the thing. If he goes 150, 150.
1: Which you can do. Now
0: now you have to really get your act together before it becomes a guy priced at 120
1: or 130.
0: So for me, he's an absolute no-brainer. DT, um I get in the sense because you're probably you're more of a guns and rookies guy in DT. I know probably. the format's changing. It's changing yep. that you've got more options. So maybe you do have to consider a few things that in the past you wouldn't because the way he's priced that with his history, he is a, the guy you love, love in DT. It's an yeah. underpriced premium Yep, that can match pretty much at nearly every midfielder in the comp bar, usually three or four. Like he's in that sweet spot range. And how many years have we had success with those guys that are, Priced in the mid 90s, and you just yeah. all you're wanting is that 10 to 15 point bump,
1: and you're there, they become the your N8 for the season. No problem. Yeah well, yeah, well, you
0: find it if you get 100k, you could do something else, and they're matching you know the guys that were 110 players last year. So, I, I really get the pick. I think in AFL fantasy, it does seem like a high number like 35% that does surprise yeah. me, and, and we always know where these ownership percentages and I know some people do track all this, which is great once the season starts, but it is a misleading sort of number, isn't it? It ben, can because be, what, absolutely. We, what, what people who listen to the coaches panel and other fantasy podcasts want to know is, I'm not competing with everyone. We know there's no. 100, 200,000 players in these Depending games. Depending on the format, yep. What, what we really want to know is, is, let's say, what's the top 10K? Of the top what are 10K they doing? coaches, what's that percentage? Because I think That's the, the percentage would be 70%. Neil ownership in, some in, formats, in, yeah. in the in these formats. With like the people that you know, the people that listen to us and the people we want to play against, the people that take it really seriously and that's right want to do their best. That's the one you've got to think about. And I think when you look at Neil, again, 95 feels like the floor. Like look at what went wrong. Last everything,
1: year. everything went wrong for him. And yet <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still going at 95 in AFL fantasy and a hundred. In Super Coach, So for me, I go, where could this go wrong? He repeats the 2021 season, which we know it is injury alone that is the cause. And we must presume health because he is healthy. And if you look back through what he's done in the totality oh, of his healthy. career, he's missed only two games prior to 21. He's missed only two games since the start of the 2014 season. So you can't build this narrative of developing injuries because I go back, calf, and ankle. All three unrelated injuries. All three in isolation from each other. And all we can do is take him and the Brisbane Lions at face value for what they're showing us, which is he's fit and healthy. There is not a planet on the world. Chris Fagan is experimenting with him outside of this midfield role. We know the damaging components of what he could be. The challenge I think coaches have is going, like you said, super coach, you just pick it. There is no plausible reason you ignore a potential 120 It's too guy. cute, isn't it, MJ? It's too cute. It's,
0: it's it's too cute. You're overthinking it. It's one of those yeah. ones, if you start, and we all do get to those points on certain players where we go, oh, but what about this? You sometimes do need to, as Ritz would say, go for a walk.
1: Yep, come back. Come
0: back <laughs> and just go. Okay. Like for me personally, I don't like touching my team until about a week before because I don't want to have these things in my head. I want to just, yeah. yep, I've got the rookies. Okay. That, that gives me the template and I want to build from here. Yeah. I think sometimes, I think it is a good thing almost around this time, MJ, is we're, you know, we're, we're two weeks. Yeah. Roughly from the first
1: give or take. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Like competitive there's scratch games. matches in between. But the ones that, yeah. we, you know, that are actually, you know, official AFL, the one game they get now, that's yep. about two weeks away. Yeah, not a not a bad time just to put your team away for a little bit. Yeah, you know we're always going to be reading the news. We're always yeah, doing that. Something it, might it, pop. Sure. Yeah, stuff's ticking over, but I think this is a guy that if you're not picking him in Supercoach, it's overthinking. I think AF is where it gets tricky because you've got to deal with value everywhere. Like in in yes. Supercoach, you do and DT, you do. Sure, and obviously it's becoming more important with more trades, but yep. in AF, you know five points here or five points there or that money you save all of a yeah. sudden it can be an extra premium and it if you get your be. strategy right you know it, it can be the difference between you know there's it's such a tight format that one isn't it mj you, you make yeah. one wrong move it's it's just incredible i think in the past you know coaches in DT and super coaches, they sort of like that approach of these are the 12 guys i want for the year here's a bit of fun with some mid price or some i might yeah. have a little bit of teaser with these guys see if they pop and you're only really playing with 10 guys in your team you're trying to improve upon on the field. Yeah. Whereas we know in AF, you've got to be a little bit more aggressive than that. You've got to be mm. looking at runs. You've got to be, you know, finding those text walkers of last year that are a quick cash grab. And That's right. Picks. Three
1: or four weeks. So that's week. where I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And my point with that is, is Lockie Neal for me is around a 105 guy. I yeah, feel I like there's fair. a little bit either side, you know, yeah. If there's an extra tag game, it's probably closer to 100. If he has an extra ceiling game,
1: 110. It's closer
0: to 110. But I don't see him over 110. I think I see him around 105, just with the yep. way he plays. And again, we've spoken about this a lot. It's his other scoring columns for points. They're not massively high. You know, we no, sort of possessions
1: that, and nothing else.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we sort of said that you know ten, we like to see 10 between marks, tackles, goals, and and Lockie's never been that. He's no. been more of an eight nine type of guy. Now. We know the reason he can get away with that is he's a ball magnet, you know, That's right. along volume. with Mitchell and McRae, he's a volume accumulator. So that's why in those tag games, MJ, isn't it? That's where you get this variance. That's where the he's 60 40s. comes. Yeah, yeah. because if he, has, if he has a 22, you know, there's not a Jack Steel 10 tackles. You know, that's there's right. not a Lockie Whitfield 10 marks. That's so right. um, that's why I think for me, it's 10 points upside. So I'm playing with this number of 10. I'm going, can I find 15 elsewhere? That's right.
1: You look at an AFL fantasy, you go for a hundred thousand less, I've got a yo for 150,000 less. I've got a Matt Crouch. And again, you might be able to fit all these guys in and that's perfectly fine on your structure, but others might be looking at it. I want a Jack Steele who we revealed the other day. I I want a Another premium midfielder that we may or may not be revealing tomorrow on the 50. And you go oh, all of a sudden you can't fit all these guys in but, and that's but what that's the me, problem,
0: NJ, isn't it? Too yeah. it's like 10 10 points, which say we Is said 10 points, right? Yeah. Also, it's different. You can't just say it's 10 points this player to this player because you don't want a 50 guy going to a 60 because that's, that's right. not enough cash generation. No, it's but not. if you have an Uber going plus 10, yes, like that's that's what Jack Steele did last different- year. That's he right. went from, you know, a 110, 112 sort of guy to a 122. And yeah. now he goes from a, it'd be nice to a, he's, he's the best player in the comp. yeah. So that's why I say, you've got to weigh up. Is there a hundred guy that goes to 110? That's what right. I'm saying, You obviously you want him over a Neil. You know, Yes. Is it, is it better to have a guy that's 60 that gets to 75? Like yep. that's why it's so fascinating is because it's, it plays a different role. At, at Neil's right. price, he plays the role if he goes 10 points up, He's a problem you worry about in the last six or seven weeks of the season. Correct.
1: And I think that's what people look at him about in these formats and go, oh, I've got enough areas of the ground in AF or DT that I'm playing around with. I know what I'm going to get. And so I might get a three mm. or four week stretch of a 95, but I know I'll get a four or five week stretch where I were to get a 110 win 15. So therefore at the buy. I'll adjust at the buy, I'll make them. And that's a uh, yeah, totally and, and that's a thing, isn't
0: it? Like, would you rather an 80 guy that gets to 95 or would you rather, yeah, a, a goes from type, ninety five? Yeah. That's, the, that's the thing you've got to work out. And typically, yeah. what dictates those type of decisions and Sarong is the perfect example for this mm. is okay, it's Sarong it's v Neil, but then it's also the money you save from Sarong. Does that on go on a else. Cam Rainer's head? Does that go on a rookie's? Yeah, does that get you a Sicily up to a... That's why why this game is so fun and so great to talk about is because all of a sudden you spill off that and it opens another door of things you've got to consider. So that's why I say 10 points is a great number because it gets him on the fringe of holding for the year and being content with that, especially with his durability. But it also leaves that little bit of like, is it enough?
1: And I think that's that friction mm, point. But he's so relevant because... We know across the formats, he's reliable, he's consistent, yeah. he's dependable. But in DT and AF, coaches will be flipping over him all preseason for those very points. While in Super Coach, it's lock and you walk away through it. He is a highly relevant player. It's why well, that's, oh, that, he sits at exactly. Two.
0: That's it, MJ. Like it's the it's the relevancy of him, isn't it? Because yeah. in Super Coach, as I said, uh, he's just an absolute weapon. He dominates the format. Just walk away. Yeah, he's just exactly. But in AF, he creates. Yeah. The question that comes to mind just for me, as I said, is, is it enough?
1: That's it.
0: Is 105 enough with some of the stuff that these other mids can do? Yeah. You know, is there, is there someone cheaper that can get close enough to him? Or is there, as I said, is there a guy that, you know, can you find that Jack Steele of last year? Like, obviously we all want to find the Tooke Miller. Of course. We can find the Tooke Miller, but is there a guy like a Jack Steele that you go good year or very good year to, you know, great year, you know, is it, is it a Mills? Is it a Brayshaw? Is it, is it this guy that's more expensive than him that goes up another gear and becomes, you know, that real must-have? So that's why Neil is just so relevant and so fascinating because it's not really going to be answered in the preseason. No, it, 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 not it's for not. him. It, it, it might be answered by the guys you're weighing up the ricochet off of this. But
1: yes, Cascades, yeah, he's, he's, yeah.
0: He's, he's fascinating. But. What about draft? I know we love finishing with draft.
1: Draft uh, for me. Look, I think previously you'd be paying an M1 price point for him, especially after the 2020 year. I think in Supercoach, you can still get him at an N2 space. People no, will MJ. Yes. No. I can see it. I can oh see people God. going, Oliver, Petrarca, Bontempelli, Miller. I can see a world. No. But if you want him, you have to go in M one. Like if you want him, but I can see in some drafts, I know people do this in Super Coach. I'll get Grundy, I'll get Gorn, I'll get this, I'll get that, and all of a sudden you're in the second round and you've got him where you shouldn't. I know it's crazy. If that's the case, people I'm, do I'm
0: begging. I'm begging then if that is the case. I'm begging for if a ten team league, I want pick ten. If you're telling me I, I can think get this right. guy, Late, I can get him there because you can. What, what's sickening then and it maybe just shows how even it is is yeah you know, mcrae's a gun you know miller's a gun steals a gun but, if, but it's that close with a guy like neil like he's that good mj that i know you're almost saying that if that's the case whatever falls to you by then you're happy you, with it. you know you can't yeah. you can't split Gorn grundy um we know those forwards that we have in data that we love they're not as translatable to supercoach yep. dunkley can but you know we know what peak Dunkley can do. Yep. Um, oh, so that, that's blown me away. I, I really, think it's honestly. crazy, but
1: it's there. It's it's a position later in, in Dream Team. And, is that because of the average? You, you, you see the average. It. Yeah. They see and the average, the they want the other positions.
0: All of a sudden you explain away the 134 so much and maybe right. don't even, people don't even look at the 121. Yeah, I, I believe you. I, I yep. believe you, but it does shock me. I think me. it's there. It D- does D- shock D- me D- too. DT is tricky though. That's a genuine... Yeah. Tricky one. A
1: couple more spots later, but people will, he'll slide again because again, it all depends where you rank him. Do you rank him as the 105 or the 110 plus guy? There's going to be some variance anywhere from M2 to M3. He won't slide past people's M3s, but he's a fascinating player to look at. There's
0: some guys above, isn't there? Because especially now, you know, you've got keys. People love talking themselves out of a guy that, yeah, all of a sudden is a really good player if you actually watch him. Mills has got a bit of an injury. So I can see he's, he's rising. Um, yep. And he's obviously a great name. Like and Bradley all it takes is, always- is,
1: it depends if, where you're drafting. If, if he bangs out a, a brilliant Prackey game, well, then he'll, he'll rise again. And, and we know this is what happens. So timing is everything. But he'll be one of the first handful of midfielders picked in Supercoach again. Where in that first handful or two is, is open for people's kind of choice, probably in the second to third dozen is where people are doing again all plenty of variants through there hey kane as always mate. appreciate your work on the 50 most relevant
0: no problem mj nearly there keep going
1: one more to go one player you should not be shocked who he is why 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 is this player number one good news i'll tell you about it tomorrow